Hello, and welcome to The Universe Loves You. Let's start with our prayer to her to begin establishing our connection. I pray to the goddess of the home of love, to the Venuses and all benevolent spirits of the cosmos. I pray, bring one for me. As we talked about in the trailer, human thought exists in the universe. The universe is estimated to be about 14 billion years old. We don't really know how old it is. It could be older than that. Another thing that we've discovered in the last 50 years is there are multiple galaxies, billions of them. When I was a kid, there was only one. It stands to reason that there's intelligent life out there. And intelligent life thinks and has thoughts. So how long have these thoughts been out in the universe? And they're probably very similar thoughts because of convergent evolution. Convergent evolution means replicating evolution. An example is the eyeball, which has evolved independently on numerous occasions. That's quite fascinating. It's just further proof that evolution is a process of accommodating and acclimating. So let's get back to thoughts and the fact that thoughts are physical and exist in the universe. It's my opinion that thoughts are an extremely, extremely complex, comprehensive, organic, mathematical system of organization that exists in the universe. Let me give you an example of things happening in the universe that you can't see. One example would be using your remote control. You aim it at your TV and the channel changes. But there's something happening in the universe between your remote and the TV. A signal is being sent. And scientists can track that signal. They can even see it. But just because you can't see thought doesn't mean it's not there. One single thought is actually millions of micro thoughts compiled together to compose a single thought. The human brain processes billions and billions of micro bits of information per millisecond. It's quite elaborate and it is truly a miracle of evolution in the universe. It's highly likely there's intelligent life out there having the same thoughts that we're having about happiness and sadness and joy and laughter and love and pleasure and all of the senses that evolve in convergent evolution. 
such as hearing, and the most coveted of all senses, vision. We can all see the same thing. Smell and taste and touch. Those things are all necessary to get along in the world around us. And it makes sense that they would evolve in other life on other planets. They're probably a lot more similar to us than they are dissimilar. But the important thing to note is that thoughts are physical and exist in the universe. In order to process something that you're looking at, it requires billions and billions of micro thoughts just to process something you're looking at. That's not just happening in your brain. It's also happening between your eyes and what you're looking at in the universe. The universe is all around us. It's not just when you look at the stars. The universe is within you and all around you. And the more connected you are to her, the better off you'll be in every capacity that you can imagine. Let's take an example. There are savants in the world. If you don't know what a savant is, it's a person with superhuman abilities that are unexplainable by current science. Sometimes these individuals are autistic and we don't know why, but they typically have unbelievable, amazing, frankly impossible abilities in mathematics, music, or art, for example. Many scientists will say that they just have very advanced brains or that they've tapped into a part of their brain that we haven't tapped into ourselves. That doesn't make a lot of sense because evolution moves forward, not backward. It doesn't make sense that our brains would be highly evolved 20 or 30 or 50,000 years ago and we would have to learn to access that part of our brain today. It makes more sense that that information is coming from the outside. Those savants are accessing that comprehensive, complex, organic, mathematical organization of thought that exists in the universe. And thoughts equals skills and abilities and talents. In order to perform martial arts, you have to have a whole lot of thoughts going on. Billions and billions of micro bits of information per millisecond. It's truly unfathomable how complex and comprehensive thought is in intelligent life. And on our planet, that's humans. I don't know what they call them on other planets, but it's highly likely they're out there and they're thinking. And how long have they been thinking? So is the universe alive? In a way, yes, with the energy of thought. Another example of a type of savant, in my opinion, is a medium. They call themselves psychic mediums or just mediums. But to me, they're kind of in the savant family because they have access 
to thoughts that exist in the universe. In this case, it's the consciousnesses of people that have passed on. They're not really dead if you can communicate with them. They're still alive, just not in a way that we can appreciate. So then the next thought might be, well, well, actually billions and billions of micro thoughts compiled into one major thought might be, why aren't we all savants? Well, because evolution adapts and acclimates. Most intelligent living beings want autonomy and they want privacy of thought. So this would explain why we have that. Why we don't have access to all the thoughts in the universe, unless of course we happen to be a savant. But we can enhance our connection to the universe by regularly acknowledging that thoughts exist in the universe. It's a complex, comprehensive, organic computer, if you will, that exists all around us and as far as you can imagine. We don't know how big the universe is, but we do know it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's an outstanding chance that there is intelligent life out there that's thinking. And it's an outstanding chance that the universe has recognized that the most valuable thing happening in the universe is human thought. Joy, happiness, sadness, pleasure, evolution acclimates and adapts. And we have clearly decided that advanced intelligent life is the most important thing in the universe. And with this complex, comprehensive, organic, mathematical system of thought that's all around us, the universe can clearly identify that that's a priority. Human thought is synonymous with human feelings and is a priority in the universe. She knows that you are the most important thing. She knows that our feelings and thoughts matter more than anything. So it behooves us to work on that relationship all the time. When you touch something, you have to process billions and billions of micro bits of information per millisecond, millions of thoughts. And then you go up a level and it's thousands of thoughts and then hundreds of thoughts. And then eventually you just get to where you're thinking about what you're touching. But it is not as simple as people think. You want to foster your relationship with the universe. She's all around you. So if the universe is herself a complex, comprehensive, organic, mathematical computer that consists of human thought, it makes sense that we could just talk to her. And that's actually not a bad idea. She also 
keeps track of physical elements in the universe. Those are also part of this complex, comprehensive, organic, mathematical computer system that exists all around us. Let me go back to talking about mediums. Medium Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium, said that our consciousness continues on. He said he hasn't ever perceived of a heaven or a hell, and that there's no hate that really exists when he communicates with people's loved ones and acquaintances, etc., that have passed over. That actually makes a lot of sense when you think about acclimating and adapting in evolution. It makes sense that our emotional maturity would skyrocket when we pass over. It isn't uncommon if you listen to mediums talk with people that their loved ones or their acquaintances or friends apologize for things that they did while they were living. I haven't been there and I don't know what it's like, but I do know there are things that are extremely, extremely small in the universe. It makes complete sense to me that our consciousness could leave our body and just simply reorganize and we wouldn't be able to see it. It would be right there, but we could not see it and we could not communicate unless of course you had access to a medium. We're surrounded by billions and billions and billions of souls that have passed on through time and they're fine. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's a part of evolution. So our goal is to be as close to the universe as we can. When you meditate, if you ever participate in meditation, you actually are processing billions of thoughts, even though you're making every attempt to think about nothing. And it's an excellent way to communicate with the universe. As we move forward with episodes in The Universe Loves You, we will do meditations where we're talking about relaxing our body, relaxing our mind, and completely being one with her and allowing her to infiltrate our system completely head to toe, including our brains. They used to think not too long ago in human history on earth that we thought with our heart or some other organ in our body. But of course we know now it's been proven by science that we think with our brains. Just because we think with our brains and our brains process information doesn't mean something physical isn't happening with those thoughts themselves. It doesn't mean the thoughts aren't physical. There are micro, micro, micro particles in the universe that are so small they might never be discovered. And human thought would be amongst the smallest. And that would explain why consciousness could continue to exist after we pass on and it wouldn't 
possibly could just go right through us as we're walking around because it's so light. Our perception in this dimension is that there's no way, you know, people could be all around us and not be able to see them or hear them or touch them or communicate with them. But they literally might be so light in what they're composed of. The material that they're composed of might be so light we can't perceive them. And they're all around us. Just in thinking about the most coveted and advanced of all human senses, vision, it is so unbelievably complex. It's not the eyeball itself, which as we've already talked about, evolved independently on multiple occasions, just on this planet. So it stands to reason there's eyeballs out there in the universe elsewhere. It's not just the eyeball itself and how the eyeball works, which a scientist can explain to you. It's the thought behind everything that you're perceiving. Billions and billions of microbits of information per millisecond. There's something happening between your eyeball and what you're looking at in the universe that's helping you to perceive that thing. Whether it's a concert or a movie or a tree or a baby. And the fact that we can all see the same thing. There's something obviously going on in our brain you know, physical thought, physical thought. And there's something happening in the universe amongst us that enables us to all see the same thing. There's a lot happening in the air and people just don't think about it. But that is the universe. The universe is around you and through you and above you and below you. It's quite a fascinating thing. Evolution is absolutely a miracle. It's up in the air whether or not some great entity started the universe, designed the universe. If you choose to believe that, that's perfectly fine. It doesn't change how evolution has happened. I'm quite certain a thousand years from now, we will absolutely have discovered convergent evolution on other planets. We won't be in this form to appreciate it, but we'll definitely be around. So let's close this episode with our prayer to the universe. One more time. I pray to the goddess of the home of love, to the Venuses and all benevolent spirits of the cosmos. I pray, bring one for me. And that one is her, the universe. She loves you. You are surrounded by love. As I alluded to in the trailer, 
love is the most prevalent thought in all of the universe. It's associated with safety, security, stability, joy, laughter, virtually everything that feels good. And we all want to feel good. And since thoughts are physical, that means you are surrounded by physical love. Work on your connection with that love. Consciously connect with her as often as you can. And watch every aspect of your life get better. Until next time, the universe loves you.